the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, doors of opportunity have been opened to us by God that no man can shut on us. Open doors of opportunity that will only benefit us when we walk through. You see, if we don't walk through the doors that God has opened for me and you, we'll never receive or achieve the things that God has for me and you. That's why it's so important for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for us so that we can step into all the things and all the assignments that God has for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, friends and family have a quality that is birthed from this unconditional love for one another that is very helpful for the manifestations of miracles. It's called persistence. Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. It's called persistence. Everybody say persistence. It's called perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. Because God wants to restore to your life somebody that's on your side who is persistent and has perseverance that's going to lock in with you, which gives God the ability to do for in and through you all that it is he desires to do. Let's look at Luke chapter 11. Let's, let's start reading verse 5 for time's sake. Jesus speaking. See the letters turn red right after the beginning? It says, and he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend? Everybody say a friend. And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine, everybody say friend of mine, in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, quit tripping, get away from my door. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that. Y'all got that, that parallel version with the King James and the Amplified. Mine's is parallel with King James and Eastside Detroit. Praise God. <laughs> See, I, I slipped over to the, to the wrong one. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not, which means quit tripping. And the door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. And I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. This is a very awesome concept right here in relationship to the, what comes along with friendship. Now notice that there's a man who says that he went to his friend's house at midnight. <laughs> Y'all know that's friends and family right there. 
There's only friends and family going to come ring your door, call your cell phone up in the middle of the night and say, what you doing? So I was asleep before I had to answer this phone. I was asleep before you come knocking on my door. I was just sitting up waiting on you. I just knew you was going to come through. Only friends and family have the boldness to be able to come unto you to be able to get what they want. Because there's a a boldness that exists in an environment of friendship and family. There's a boldness that exists in the the, uh, 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 confines of friendship and family. Come on now. You might bring a person into a given environment, have them in that environment. They seem like they so quiet. So they really don't ever have anything to say. They might even just barely laugh at good jokes. Like, <laughs> and you think, oh, they just quiet. That's just their way. Oh, you ain't seen them around their friends. You ain't seen them around their family. See them later on. They got lampshades on their head, blowing horns and stuff like that. Can't shut them up. Talking all the time, laughing at everything. They don't want to tell all the jokes. Why is that? Because there's a boldness that exists amongst friend and family that God has, that is designed there. It's an atmosphere, and God wants to be able to utilize that to the benefit of the kingdom of God, to the benefit of you, and the benefit of the rest of your friends too. Are you listening to me? He came to him at midnight and knocked on his door and, and, and reminded him, of course, friend, you know, reminding him, hey, 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 I'm coming here because I'm your buddy. I'm coming here because I'm your friend. I got this, watch this now, I got this other friend who came to my house, and I ain't got nothing to give him. And it's somehow in the midst of friendship and family that there's always a thing called provision. Y'all don't want to say nothing because you're scared that somebody's going to come back and ask you for some more money. But in the midst of friendship and family, or was y'all the one that was bothering people for money? Which one? All up at midnight and stuff like that? <laughs> but there's this thing called provision in the midst of family. Whereas you might not come through for anybody else, but you're going to come through for family. You might not come through for anybody else, but you're going to come through for friendship, for, for real friends. You'll come through for them. Anybody else, they call you and ask you, you got anything you can loan me? You say, no. Nah. Say it with, with boldness, with no problem. But with family, they might, you might say no initially. Well, no, not, not, not really. All I got is my rent. All I got is the, the baby milk money. All I got is the diaper money. And all I got is, you know, some, some money for lottery. No, not y'all, for real. <laughs> hey, just in case, praise God. We got to be an e- equal opportunity preacher, praise God. And so, and, so, and so, I just got enough money for this. I just got money. But then if they keep pressing us, we'll be like, well, baby don't need to have the best milk. I can call my landlord and tell him I'll get it to him next week. Don't mess with my lottery money, though. No, for real, praise God. <laughs> But we can find a way to be able to get it in with friends and family. We're willing to even be able to put ourselves out for somebody else in relationship to friends and family. So he comes up to him and he says, hey, man, look, I got this friend who came over. I ain't got nothing to put up in front of him. He hungry. Now, only friends would care about something like that. Because everybody else, they don't care. Come on now, y'all tried to borrow money. Went to the banker, told him your situation. They looked at you and like, no. You're like, well, look, you don't understand. I've always wanted a house. They like, so where's this got to do with me? That's not my problem. But see, there is a awesome opportunity that exists in the midst of the unity that only comes with family and friends. 
and that what's theirs is yours and what's yours is theirs because there's no division between you and there's nothing that's built up between you. He gave his friend some old jacked up excuse. Man, it's, look, my, my, my kids are asleep. What they got to do with you giving me anything? And like he asking you to wake up the kids and go get them because you know how, you know, people can give you your reasons why they're not going to do what it is you do. Y'all know how that works. People come up with all kinds of reasons. It's like this guy. Some of y'all probably heard this, but that's like this guy. At least I know VBBS heard it. Praise God. You know, that's like this guy who went over to this guy's house and said, man, can I borrow your lawnmower? I need to cut my grass. My lawnmower broke down. My man said, no, man, not today, man. I got to take my wife shopping. He said, all right. So he came back the next day and everything like that. Say, said, yo, man, can, you, can, I, can I get that lawnmower today? Because I got to cut my grass. It's just getting longer and longer, man. And the, uh, and the um, housing, what's that? Homeowners Association. Everybody know them. The Homeowners Association is writing me letters and calling me and stuff. I got to hurry up and get this grass cut, man. He said, can I get it today, man? He said, well, no, man, not today. He said, well, why not? He said, man, because, you know, I got to take my kid to violin practice. And so he came back the next day. Say, yo, man, can I get the lawnmower today, man? Because I got to get this grass cut. He said, no, man, not today. He said, why not? He said, because it's raining in China. He said, raining in China? What that got to do with you getting a lawnmower? Me getting a lawnmower? He said, nothing. Just like my wife going someplace and my child going someplace. Ain't neither one of them got nothing to do with getting a lawnmower. The point is, I ain't giving it to you. Because people can give you all kind of reasons, but the real thing that boils down is either they're going to do it or they're going to not do it. But you got to notice that up in the middle of this, although he stated that he wasn't willing to do it initially, because of this guy's importunity, he, w- he changed his mind and made a decision to be able to do so. So, of, co- of course, that word importunity, that word importunity means sheer impudence. Because of his sheer impudence, literally, it means shamelessness. Shame. You know, when you, don't, when you got no shame, you just step up and do anything. When you step up shameless, then you, I mean, you just going to, you just give me, you just going to ask anything. But if I can interject spirituality in the midst of this, shame comes as a result of a lack of faith. But shamelessness demonstrates unshakable faith. And so in the midst of this relationship that you have with family as well as friends, you'll have this thing called unshakable faith. Whereas you know they're going to come through. Question is, how long do I got to go through what I got to go through to get what I want? But I'm going to get what I want. Come on up in here. Family will go ask family for things that they wouldn't ask nobody else for. And they'll do it shamelessly. Look at you crazy if you don't come through. What you mean you ain't coming through? You family. And we'll do the same thing with friends. What you mean you ain't coming through? See, there's a level of faith that only exists at that level of friendship and that level of family. And God knows that. And because of that, Satan has stolen from you a person that can lock in with faith with you like nobody else can, an atmosphere which is conducive for him to get done awesome, miraculous things. Satan has stolen from that by bringing a division between the two based upon different thinking, different uh, uh, ways of doing things and stuff like that. It caused a division to occur, which blew the power of his ability to be able to do all the things that he wants to in the midst of your life. God's about to reverse that. That importunity also is, I said, it, it literally means shamelessness. And it's also an unblushing persistence that demands an answer. An unblushing persistence that demands an answer. Like, I'm not walking away from here without this stuff. Now, notice the the impetus that this guy had, the thing which fueled his desire to go knock on his other door 
on his other friend's door was that another friend was at home with him. And so his other friend came in and he wants to be able to come through for this other friend. And so because of the fact that he want to come through for this other friend, when the other friend say, the one he knock on the door says, I'm not coming through for you. He didn't turn around and walk away. But he didn't turn around and not only didn't walk away because of the fact that that's my friend and I'm going to get it. But I'm not going back to my other friend without what it is that my other friend needs. Do you understand what I'm saying? That there's a there is a thing that will give you. See, because you are a friend, you'll stick closer than a brother. I can't go back and tell my friend I don't have any bread. I can't go back and tell my friend that 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 you can't get what you need. I'm going to make sure you get what you need because I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. It's the way it is with family. Family will go try to get something for mothers in the house. Say, hey, hey. if you go to pick up something for get something for your children and, and your children really need it. And if somebody tell you no, are you going to take that no for an answer and go home? No. Brothers might. Praise God. No, for, no, for real. We won't either. But I figured I'd get a quicker answer out of y'all. The brothers would sit there and think for a minute, like, I don't know. Hold up. Let me figure out. Let me. <laughs> and we ain't got that much tape. Praise God. So I went to the ladies first. Praise God. Y'all ain't taking no for an answer. And see, that, why is that? Because you're going to come back with the solution for the problem. You're going to come back with the answer for the question. You're going to come back and you're going to get what you after. Well, see, importunity gives you the ability to be able to do that, to be able to be so persistent that you ain't backing up. And you ain't coming back without what it is that you desire to do. And this is an importunity that is birthed from the loving relationship that only family and true friends can, 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 can cause to happen. Family and true friends are the only atmosphere where this kind of love is in manifestation that will, that will say, I'm not walking away without an answer. Because see, if it's just yourself, you say, well, I can deal with it. I ain't really, it ain't really that deep. I'll just go to sleep and we work on something in the morning. But when it's somebody else, you're like, no, no, I got to come through. I got to get done. We got to get done. And see, it's this shameless persistence that God is after. Because this is something that's only birthed in family and friendship. Turn to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. Let me give you some examples of this. A couple examples. You're saying, well, is anybody like that? Well, let me show you a couple examples of this. Friends and families that walk in this kind of persistence that comes through true friendship. That's why God wants to restore families and friends like nobody else. Let's work with a friend first. Mark chapter two. Let's start reading in verse one. It says, and again, he, Jesus, entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. Jesus was in the house. And see, whenever Jesus is in the house, folk going to show up. And straightway, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them which means so many people packed up in the middle of that place that you couldn't even get in there. If you greased them at the door with large, you couldn't get them in there because there was just too many people up in there. Why? Because Jesus was in the house. That's why God told me when he opened up this church, God says that because I'm opening up this church and because I'm going to be in the house, he said, now the building in San Antonio is going to hold what I'm going to do up in the middle of that place. And y'all done recognize already that Jesus is in the house. Folk who was lame walked out of here walking. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Folk who used to didn't talk, walk out of here talking. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Folk that was broke got money. Are you listening to me? Folk that was single got a honey. Praise God. Amen. Because the power of God's in the house. The church say amen. 
He's saying straightway, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door, which means you couldn't even get outside the doors. And he preached the word unto them. That was Jesus. Jesus preached that word. Everybody say, preach that word, Jesus. And they come unto him. Who's they? Bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. He said, they came unto him. Talking about born of four, we're talking about the person that was born of palsy was not B-O-R-N of four people. He was born B-O-U-R-N-E of four people, which means that they are the four people who were his friends that carried him to Jesus' house, I mean, the house where Jesus was so that he could be healed. They got a friend. See, friends, whenever they see that there's an opportunity for you to do better, an opportunity for you to get over, an opportunity for you to be able to be blessed and healed, a friend's going to come through for you. Friends going to come tell you about it. Come on, come on, ladies in the house, say hey. If y'all found out that there was a shoe sale at your favorite shoe shop and they had the $100 shoes marked down to $5 for two pair and they had your size and your friend's size and your friend wore a different size, I'm not going to add that in because some folks be like, well, wait a minute, that depends on if my friend wore the same size. And your friend wore a different size of you. The moment you see that, what you going to do? Girlfriend said, I'm buying it. And after you go grab you up a bunch of them, what else you going to do? You're going to get some for your friend or call your friend. Why? Because you're going to. Amen. Because of the fact that you got a friend and you want them to be able to get over too. If you know your friend need a job and you drive past a place that says that they're hiring on the same thing that you know your job, your, your, your friend does. What's the first thing you're going to do? Call up your friend and let them know, hey, the job is over here. Go over there and, and write them. I saw them. They said they're taking applications. You better get over there today. Won't you do that? Because that's what friends do. Friends look out for one another like that. And so these friends brought their friend to Jesus to be healed. But, the, but see, G, the problem is stated first. Problem is in, many were, in verse 2, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, came a man who was sick of the palsy, which means that he had a disease that did not allow him to be able to move around properly. That's why, he, you know, they carried him on a bed. He says, and when they could not come nigh unto him, speaking of couldn't get to Jesus in the press, they went home. Is that what they say? They say, well, man, they just looked at their friends and said, yo, bro, we tried. That's it. See, a friend will, will stick closer than a brother. And a brother is there for adversity. Meaning that they said, no, see, no, we're going to come through for you because they're not taking no for an answer. They have this persistence. They have this perseverance that we're talking about right here because they truly love this person. And because of that, you gonna, man, you're going to get what you need to get. You're going to get what you need to get. Come here for a second. You'll be the fourth one that hold up the thing. Now, I'm going to be in the middle here. And they're going to be carrying a bed, turn around, and act like you're carrying a, 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 a bed, yeah, holding on to a bed. And I'm all up in the middle. Give me a little room. I'm bigger than that. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> so I'm laying up on this bed, and then they're walking over that way, start walking toward that wall. And they're carrying me over to the thing, and they say, man, we're going to get you into Jesus' sake. Start t- talking to me. Yeah. All right, now. I'm glad, because I'm about sick of this palsy stuff. But then when they get there, they see there's folk all about the door. And they're like, oh, man, say, oh, man. Oh, man. Get up in here, man. We got to get up in here. But then instead of saying, well, 
turn around, let's go back. Now y'all turn, y'all turn around. Say, and say, let's go back and drop this dude off. Because he, he say, because he heavy anyway. Praise God. Instead of heading back, they don't turn their back on the solution. They, what they do is they get together and start figuring out a way. So they set me down, set me down. Now go over there, go right over there. And then they go over there and they start working out a solution. And they're like, man, listen, we got to figure out a way to get this thing done. We got to get it. Because homie, this our friend. Jesus in the house. And plus that, he heavy. And we done carried him this far. I ain't carrying him no more. And see, that's not out of, that ain't a negative and stuff like that. Amen. Because everybody going to get blessed out of this. So they come up with a solution. And you, and you know the Bible. So come back and tell me what y'all solution is. Come on. Get, take you up on the roof and dig a hole in the roof and drop you down to Jesus. Now, hold up. Did y'all hear him? <laughs> hold up. Time, time out. Time out. I'm off the bed for a second. I'm the narrator now. Did y'all hear that? He said, homie said, they're going to take me up on the roof. Up on the roof. Wait, hold on. I'm reverting. Wait a They're going to take me up on the roof. They're going to knock a hole while I'm up on the roof. They're going to knock a hole through the roof. And y'all going to do what to me again after you get me up there on the roof? We're going to drop you down to Jesus. They're going to drop me down to Jesus. <laughs> what kind of friend is that? That's a very good friend. Because, see, the, the person that's not a friend will say, we tried. That's it. But these four guys is going to go climb up on the roof, knock a hole in the roof, and then try to lower me down. Which means that they got a, not, a friend will not only carry your weight over to the situation, but a friend is willing to try to exert even extra energy to be able to get you into position so that you could be blessed, even if it means putting more of a strain on themselves. That's family too. Family will even put more of a strain on themselves for your little ignorant self. No, for real. For, 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 they, for you, their precious child. They'll strain their schedule, strain their time, strain their money. Come on, somebody say amen. They'll strain themselves, bite their tongue, put their hands in their pockets so they don't knock nobody out. Just so that you can be, because they love you. So say, tell me what you're going to do again. We're going to take you up on the roof. We're going to dig a hole in the roof and take you down to Jesus. Now, not only are they a friend to me. I must be a friend of them because I'm about to go along with this. <laughs> I'm teaching real good right now because there's another thing that exists in the middle of that level of friendship. Trust. I trust you. Even though it's saying crazy than a mug to me, I trust you. That's what happens when real family is how family is supposed to exist. That's why Satan tries to bring in concepts which cause people to distrust each other in the midst of families. Because trust is very important in the midst of a relationship. To the point that I might not necessarily think that that's the right thing to do. I might not necessarily agree with you that that's the right thing to do. But yet, I know you love me. And because of that, I'm willing to trust you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope you learned a little bit more about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. 
hope even more that your faith is rising a little bit more in the biblical fact that God is a God who opens doors for his. So let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God does for me and you. Let's walk through every door that he opens for me and you. Let's not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got that to church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And to all the young adult saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we have something special for you to do. So we invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW be hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.